Yo, 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 skirt bag. What is up, my dude? Same old, same old, brother. Uh, living I hear the dream. you. How you been? How was your weekend? Weekend was good. It was solid. Uh, the usual, you know, girlfriend came over. We hung out. Played some golf on Saturday. Played uh, played really well on the front nine. Jake shot the best nine of his life on the front nine. He shot a 41. Um, I shot a 45. And then we collectively, as a group, just completely fell apart on the back. Like... We had some snowmen on the snor- on the scorecard. I think I had a nine on one of the holes, which was uh, the first one I've had in a long time. Um, we played with this random kid because it was just me, Clay, and Jake. And then this random kid who was playing by himself joined us, and he was the uh, PE teacher at Conway High School. And okay. he was like our age, graduated from Coastal, so it was it was a good time. Like he was a cool dude. Um, I think his name was Max. I forget, but he Colorman? steps up. Yeah, dude, Max Kellerman was there. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen A was in the background just screaming for 40 minutes. <laughs> um, no, he was cool, dude. He was a, a lefty, so it was kind of cool to have another lefty in the group for once. Um, so we step up to the first tee, and we all tee off or whatever, and he steps up and just hits an absolute unbelievable tank job, dude. Like 315 yards down the middle of the fairway, and we're just like, I don't know if like Jake and Clay were thinking this, but I was just like, oh, shit, this kid's good. He's going to shit on us. And then, like, he wasn't bad. He was he probably scored, like, around what we scored. But, like, that his, he had his best round of the day on the first tee, first swing of the day. So he made it seem like he was, out, like, not playing fucking games. But um, he was cool. It was fun, dude. And then Sunday, we went to my grandparents' house. Um, Maggie and I had, like, a chicken Marseille, Marseille I think it's called, dinner with them. Which was nice, because it was banging, dude. My grandma made, like, 15 pieces of chicken for three people, four people. And um, then we just, like, went home, took a little nap, because we had food comas in us. And, yeah, dude, the food comas on a late Sunday just hit so different, because it's like, oh, I have nothing else to do. I burned all my weekend energy, like, just got to worry about work in the morning. So I'm going to be a huge lazy piece of shit. But um, she left after that, and then... Played some video games, watched the Jake Paul fight, had our draft, and called it a wrap. Yeah, we'll get into that draft later, yeah. For That's sure. a solid weekend, dude. Not bad, dude. Not That's gonna not ever. Next weekend, though. Oh, no. Nah. We'll get into that later, too. Yeah, that's a special surprise um, for the for the viewers and the listeners. Yeah, I was in uh, I was in training all last week, so like, trainings are fine. They're kind of a pain, but like don't have to work, so that's cool. Didn't have work on Friday. Um... So I left here at like maybe noon or one, went and picked up Lex early from work. And then we went into uh, the city, got a hotel in the city, went to uh, the Mets game. First, we went to this dive bar, dude. We go in and it's no, it's cash only. And they don't have any food. They, They don't even sell any food. It's just literally just alcohol and just people coming off work. Where in, uh, where in New York were you? Like right by, uh, like next to City Flushing. Field. Yeah, oh, we weren't okay. too far. We we're like ten minutes from uh, City Field. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, it was a nice little pub, dude. We just sat there, and talked to this dude. He came in with one fucking tooth. Oh Blue. yeah, yeah. Alex was showing me like she dude, took had, a little dude, sneaky one tooth. <laughs> one tooth. I was like, oh my god, this guy wouldn't stop talking to us. You were he- chopping it up with him. I heard though. Yeah, I mean, I gotta talk back. The dude's, like, enthusiastically talking to me. I can't just leave him hanging, bro. Like, 
Come on. I mean, you could. I, that's what Journey and I had to do when we were at the the bar in uh, Myrtle Beach. Remember that like dive bar we went to? And the guy yeah. started chopping it up about ARs and gun control, and I was just holding your beer, and I was like, all right, dude, I'm out. It literally just like walked away mid-conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes you oh, just gotta pull trigger. God. Yeah, that guy was an interesting cat. Yeah, he was. Um, but no, nah, then we went to the Mets game, um, got there a little late because we saw that it was getting a rain delay until like after 8 o'clock, and then they started at like 7.30. So we got there a little bit late, um, but oh, we only missed the first inning, I think. Oh, that's not bad. Got some tenders, tenders and fries, dude, got some beers, stayed until like the 7th, and she was like, let's roll, and I was like, alright, if you say let's roll, let's roll. Was it a close game? It was 2-1, but that was the final. Uh, it was boring. Um, but honestly, the dudes that were sitting around us were funny. There was this one dude, and he's sitting, like, a few seats down from me, and he was like, hey, like, you know, like, you guys are, like, both gingers. Like, you guys got to, like, keep the ginger, like, the line. And, like bloodline going. Like, it's like, it's not a race. I don't know what it is, but they're like, keep, yeah. like, just pretend it is. They're like, you got to keep the ginger race alive, right? And I was just like... Yeah, I guess I didn't really think about it like that. Um, <laughs> and then he's like, "Do you do you get offended when people call you a ginger?" And I was like, "No, nah, not really." And he was like, "Well, I'm Jewish, and sometimes people call me a Jew ass, and you know that's kind. I think that's kind of offensive." And I was like, "Yeah, I think that's a little different, bro." Like, <laughs> yeah, bro, that's I'd be offended if I were you too. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't, no. Um, but he was funny. He was hammered. He was with a crew of people. Um, we were chopping up with him at the game, too, for, like, three innings. That was the most entertaining part. The game stunk. <laughs> um, uh, so we left early, and I, I went to go slide down the railing on the steps and <laughs> lost my balance, like, fell back, completely ate shit on the on the Flipped over the railing? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my like, God, see any of it. She just saw me on the ground. Like, <laughs> got, like, a nice, like, blister on my on the inside of my hand from, like, it... Gripping the like, railing too hard and just... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> got, like, rug burn on the side of my knee. Not rug burn, whatever. Cement burn. Rug burn. <laughs> so then, and then I had to redeem myself on the second rail, and I nailed it. Oh, man. That's fun. Dude, that's such a Kenny move, too. Like, just, like, <laughs> like, try and be, like, just joyfully glide down the railing and just, like... Having a good time, <laughs> just ending up on your ass, upside down, yeah. neck broken. Yeah. Oh, dude, so before I picked Lex up, she went to this place near her called Avenue Deli. Not a sponsor, should be a sponsor. That place is amazing. Why? What'd she, you get? She snagged um, a buffalo chicken wrap, which Ooh. she's told me about this a couple times before. And um, I'm like, all right, we'll just split that, and then we'll eat before the game, right? Whatever. And then, so we get one to split and she's like hyped it up before and I bit into it and I was like, wow, wow. One of those moments. So good, dude. It was so good. It was like, so it was, um, fried chicken, like breaded chicken, like chunks of it. Right. And then the perfect amount of lettuce, shredded lettuce, perfect amount of Buffalo sauce, like more than average cheddar cheese, but not too much. Like the perfect amount of cheddar cheese. It was just like perfect. And then their tortillas are homemade, and they're, like, a little bit thinner. Like, not thinner, but they're, like, less fluffy, like, less floury than normal. And they have, like, a little more, like, stiffness to them. 
and they were just phenomenal. Everything about this rap was amazing. That adds like the nice little layer of crunch, like not crunch, yes. but like yes, you know what I mean. Yes, it was almost like a crunch because yeah. it was closer to like it wasn't a chip, but it was somewhere in between closer, a chip right, and, and a regular right. rap. I know exactly what you mean by that, dude, and that makes your like any sort like of rap like the same stiffness as when you get communion at church. Right, right, Put and that it's... in a tortilla wrap. Oh my god, dude! But it tastes better than that. But whatever, you get it. Does it. well, yeah, because that doesn't have any flavor. It's literally just yeah. like I don't um, even know so what that then... is. She also got us um, the Avenue Deli special. It's like a it's like a sub sandwich, right? And it's turkey, ham, bacon, lettuce, tomato, mayo. I think and cheese. I think that's it. But the bread is phenomenal. <laughs> it's like it's just it's just perfect. It's the perfect sandwich. It's so good. We had to go back to her car to get, or go back to her work to get her car in the morning because she left it there, right? And I was like, "All right, I'm gonna go snag one of those sandwiches from the deli." Laugh. <laughs> this uh, episode is brought to you guys by bread. We're big bread guys today. Tortilla. No, this episode is brought to you by Avenue Deli <laughs> in New <laughs> Providence. Go there and buy all their food. It's phenomenal. And if for some reason Avenue Deli Ooh. is listening in, and then they have chocolate chip banana bread Ooh. that Les got me a piece of and I heated it up I had the night that 7 o'clock draft oh, last night I heated man. it up and I ate that while I did the draft and oh my god dude I love one banana so bread good. two chocolate mix those two together that sounds unreal how have I never had that before that sounds amazing banging. oh my banging. god chocolate yeah. chip banana bread like I said mm. Avenue Deli in New Providence New Jersey get yourself there and Man. we'll tell them to sponsor us. Some that we sent you. Yeah, the random roommate sent you here. Doobie, get on it. You're close. Um, But then, yeah, Saturday, didn't do shit. Just hung out at home, chilled. Um, Sunday, uh, I drove drove Cassandra and Benjamin. We went and scooped Lex, and then we went to a winery near her. Um, had a few drinks, hung out there for a couple hours. Um, dropped her off, went home, had our drafts to do. I was. That's why it took me a while to uh, to make my one pick. I was like my third or fourth pick in orchids. I was driving home, um, so I was like, "Whatever, you guys can wait. We're doing a slow drive for a reason." Um, yeah. And then uh, I got home and I had another drift to do. It started at seven. That was the so one minute to, one. Yeah. So I had to like reset my rankings, and then do that draft. And then reset my rankings, and then catch up to where we were in orchids, and then make my pick. Oh man, tough scenes. So it took tough me. Scenes. I mean, it, it only took me like probably five minutes to reset my rankings, and then like make them orchids. But that's when Mayo was like bitching, and I was like, Mayo, you can suck it. <laughs> then he was taking mad long after. Yeah, me, and I like I like when he texted the group. He was like, "Well, that streak was fun while it lasted," and then proceeded to take like forty-five minutes to make a pick. Yeah, it took longer than me. <laughs> yeah. And, and, like, every time it was back to him, it was like, oh, we're waiting on Mayo. <laughs> yeah. The one time, though, I think Austin said he, like, he put the dude in his queue instead of drafting him. Mayo or uh, Chambers? Mayo or... did. Uh, Waldo uh, said that Mayo did that. Uh, like, Waldo texted Mayo and was like, Dildo, you're on the cock. And then and he had uh, it in the queue? Yeah, he was like, oh, shit, good looks. I went to draft him and I put him in the queue. The queue? I don't even use the queue. To be honest. I do, it's really nice. You know what's... Actually, I'm going to save all this for when we get into it. Alright, cool. Um, 
yes, that was my weekend. Good ass weekend. Mets game, winery, some chilling on Saturday. That sounds like a great oh, weekend. Oh yeah, and then dude. we stayed up mad late on that watching that Jake Paul fight. That shit was dumb. Yeah, that shit pissed me off. I dude, like I get it. It's ent- it's entertaining, like the whole saga and story and stuff. Wasn't but... really entertaining though. Well, the fighting is dancing around. Yeah, the, fight, the fighting is in, but like, hit you, big. I don't know why, but I don't want to hit you. Yeah, it was. I just, dude, I don't know. I need him to fight like a real boxer, and then I'll be like, okay. Like, I, yeah, dude. Because when Tyrone got in, look, he will whoop my ass, bro. If we oh, got in yeah, one hundred percent. Like Tyrone Woodley, absolute stud. But like, I feel like you could see it when he got in the ring, and he was kind of like in like an athletic stance, like more like a basketball stance, right? Like a little squatted, right? Yeah, he's an M- and, MMA stance. And and Jake, yeah, and then Jake Paul was like kind of like standing more straight up. But I mean, Jake Paul's Jake Paul's bigger dude too. Yeah, I don't know, dude. Um, they, I'll tell you what, their marketing scheme or marketing plan is fantastic because I watch every fight and I hate that I watch every fight but like when it comes to actual yeah, boxing I'm like oh, I want to watch do. dude the Mayweather and Logan Paul fight was ridiculous man like it wasn't even a real fight it was an exhibition like there was no referee yeah. there was no uh or umpire whatever they call it and there was no judges like it was just like all right we'll dance around and punch each other a few times for 10 rounds or however long it was and nope not gonna tell you who won or anything but I'm still gonna watch, and I'm still gonna waste my time. Yeah, that shit was dumb. I didn't. I didn't watch that one. This one was the first one that I watched of any of the Paul fights. The last one with Ben Askren, like the best part about it was like the build up to it. Like they had like Pete Davidson walking around and doing interviews and just being funny, and then they had like yeah. actual rap shows. Like I think Two Chains and Wiz Khalifa put on a show. Oh, love me some Two Chains. Love me some Wiz. Yeah, it was. It was good. I'll tell you, like it was entertaining. And then the actual fight happened. It lasted a minute and a half, and I was just like, okay. That's fun. Yeah. Stupid. Stupid. Um. Alright, we're just gonna start jumping in the shit, and this is coming sooner than usual, but, uh. Actually, let's see. Maybe you wanna lay down here. Yeah, we could do that, I think. What are you finagling? Start spreading the news. I'm leaving today. Tough, uh, tough break for the Yanks, dude. We, we just split two out of four. Or split a four game set with the A's. The Rays played the Orioles, so they haven't lost. Uh, we dropped two games to the Rays because they just keep winning. Um, but you know what, dude? The Yanks are, like, historically bad in Houston. Or not Houston, Oakland. Oakland. Yeah, so, like, I'll take a I'll split series with them any day of the week. 13-game um, win streak, can't complain. Like, we're, we're still red hot. It's t- perfect time to be hot. Um, Boston and, and Tampa Bay actually played now. So if we take out the Angels and... The Sox can come through with some wins. Like I'm, I'm rooting for the Red Sox this weekend or however long this series is because all the Yankees need to do is win. If the Red Sox win, it doesn't matter. They're still two and a half back from us, but the Rays will knock some games down. True, true. So that's pretty much where I'm at. Uh, Corey Kluber's back tonight after he threw a no hitter and just pieced out for three months because he got hurt. Um, 
not too I'm not like over the top excited because I don't think Kluber is I was high on Kluber before the season started and he started off shaky and then got pretty hot and then threw that no hitter so I was like oh shit like this was a good signing like this was worth the time but then he got hurt again and I was just like man oh dude it's like it's too too far gone at this point um yeah I don't know dude like I think we need to just stick to what was working when we were winning a lot with our pitching rotation like Luis Heel all of our younger guys, Monty's been doing good. Tyone was like one of the best pitchers in baseball for two, two months ish. He just had a shit start against the A's. We were up like six nothing in the third inning or something like that, and by the bottom of the fifth, it was six six. Um, but yeah, dude, I'm happy with I'm happy with what they've been doing. Just gotta keep doing it. We've got about a month's worth of games left. September's worth of games left, and then. I'm rooting for the division steal, but if we can take a wild card game against the Red Sox at Yankee Stadium, I think it's going to be, one, a good game. It's going to be Chris Sale against Garrett Cole, wild card game in New York against the Red Sox. Two, um, I think if we can beat the Red Sox in a one-game playoff series or game, whatever you want to call it, I think people might start looking at the Yankees as more of a favorite. So, I don't know, dude. Kind of just at a stalemate now. Just need to keep winning games. Yeah, I'll be happy. Um, I mean, you guys are two games ahead of Boston in the wild card race, and they're two games ahead of Oakland. Right. So you're what, or they're two and a half ahead of Oakland. So you're four and a half ahead of Oakland. Yeah. Which I mean, I'm not worried. I'm not worried right now about not having a playoff spot. Like I think we've moved past that point of all right. The Yanks need to just get in the playoffs. Because we were like, yeah. we went from being favorites of the entire league to an absolute shit show and not making the playoffs. Like, there was a point in the season, I never gave up on our playoff hopes, but I was like, damn, dude, like, it's almost to the point where I have to accept reality and be like, this is who the Yanks are. And then the deadline happened, and we went nuts, and we went from being a shit show to, all right, we're making a playoff push, the Red Sox are collapsing, to we're in the playoffs, we have a playoff spot locked up if the season ended today. Let's just see what we can do to get the Rays, knock the Rays down. And that's kind of where I'm at now. Yeah. But it's exciting, dude. I love this time of baseball. It is exciting. Especially if, uh, I mean, I guess it's all perspective, because if you're a Mets fan or Phillies fan, it's probably not too exciting. No, not very. No, the Mets, uh, (laughs) you saw the thing with Steve Cohen, where uh, Javi Baez was like, if the fans want to boo me, I'm going to give them the thumbs down, because if we're going to boo us at our lowest. Don't yeah, be there I saw one that. Way. And Steve Cohen came out with a statement, and he was like, yeah, you can't turn on your players. Like, that's going to have to that's gonna have to change. Or your fans, I mean. Yeah, that's what I thought. He was, like, kind of, like, taking the fan side. He was like, dude, you can't just be. Well, dude, think about it. Baseball, fuck off to your fans. At, the, at the end of the day, it's a business, and the fans are the ones who keep the business alive by coming to your games and rooting for the. Yep. The team also players are temporary. Fans are not like the fans are the single core of every organization. Without fans, you're not in an organization in professional sports. So I don't yeah. know. I think Javi Baez just needs to get some tougher skin. And it's dude, people are making booing They're, other things. They other traded players. for you, dude. You're an all-star caliber player. Right. You're you were brought here to produce. You were brought here to bring this team to may help them make the leap to being, you know, a legitimate playoff contender. And since you came here, they've imploded, and you've looked like Doki. Right. And so, 
The whole thing with the, the same booze, fucking dude. thing I say to Ben Simmons, dude. Right. Play Yo, well. Play thing. well, Ben Play Simmons. Well Play well, Ben food. Simmons. And we will cheer you on. We will we will sing your praises. Right. But if you're an all-star player, if you are got a fucking Supermax contract and you're not producing, we're going to boo you, especially when you're poopy diaper, right? But even in, the, dude, even in the playoffs, Ben Simmons was missing free throws, and the fans were still cheering him on. Like, he was bad, and the fans were still, like, cheering him on, like, trying to give him, like, some confidence. Right. And I feel like, like the fans... still get shit on. Dude, the fans, regardless of any Sixers team or sport... <laughs> It was good because it was a valid point. Javi Baez and Ben Simmons are pretty much the exact, like, it's the same ordeal. Like, just play better. Like, I get it. You could just sit here and just, just play better and you won't get booed. But, like, in reality, that's all it comes down to, dude. Like, people yeah, are making booing way bigger like, than... Streaks are part of baseball and, like, it's a game of, like... It's, like, the only game that's the opposite of where you see, like, high percentages. Yeah. Like, having a 300 average is good. It's good, right. But, like, your, like, shot conversion rate in soccer or hockey is, like, usually high. Your shot percentage in the NBA is usually high. Football, like, your pass completion percentage is usually high. You know what I mean? Right, but in all, like, when you break it down, like, to a degree, like, having a high percentage, like, if you're, like, shooting, like, 85% from the free throw line, like, that would be, that's considered good, right? 85 to 90 yeah. is usually, like, where everyone sits. Like, that is, a, like, a solid free throw shooter. Yeah. If you have, like, a 285 to 300 batting average, I feel like that kind of equivates, like, is equal to, like, the highest of the percentage shooting. So it's, like, yeah, everything's yeah, yeah, yeah. high, but, like, on a... Like, if you're looking at it on, like, a platonic, like, scale where everything's the yeah. same, it's and pretty and I much think that, like, one singular hit is much more valuable than one singular free throw. Right, like, right. There's just there's just more shots and there's more opportunities in the other sports, right? right? But I'm just saying, like, it's a game. It's the only sport where like you usually don't succeed, right? And if you hit a bad, if you hit a tough streak, because you're gonna get hot sometimes, and right. if you're gonna average out, if you're hot, you're gonna get cold, right? So like, you're gonna have those bad streaks, and that's when it sucks as like a fan, as like a player in a fan base to be like, oh, like I'm just kind of having yeah. like, a, like, a shitty streak right now. And that happens way more often in baseball than any other sport because it's a game where you usually don't succeed. succeed nine out of ten times. Right. Right. I see that. And I feel like fans do kind of need to realize, like, the yeah. difficulty of baseball. It's like every team, every player goes through times. Like, it's literally a term in the sport. Like, I guess slumping is, is a real thing in every sport. But when you hear someone slumping, you think baseball because it just happens to everybody. Yeah. Like, you're never going to be the – uh, Steph Curry of hitting because you're just never going to be that consistent with it. That's how it's just no. the difficulty of the game. Yeah, it's just too hard. But uh, Yankees doing good. Got to keep it up. Moral of the story. Keep it rolling. TL TLDR. Yankees doing good. Got to keep it up. Yep. Oh, we're talking about the fightings here. The fightings. And now we talk about excited. the fightings. <laughs> Barely fighting, dude. Barely fighting. Um, Lights are on, nobody's home. Since we last talked, we got swept in a two-game series by the Rays, and then we beat the Diamondbacks three games to one. Thank God, bro. Thank God. Yeah, I was but getting nervous for you. Four and a half games back of the Braves, dude. Season's over. Um, I wouldn't like, say that, dude. I wouldn't I would. say that. 
Reese, I mean, you've definitely watched more Philly games than me, but that, Reese dude, it's on a, the ten, and like everybody's getting hurt. Reese is on the ten yeah. day IO. Um, Eflin season done. Uh, oh no, Reese's season is done. He's getting mm-hmm. surgery. Season yeah. over. Eflin season over. JT didn't start today because of an ankle sprain or something like that. DD didn't start today because of an injury. I'm pretty sure Andrew Knapp is out for an extended period of time. So now we're gonna have our number three catcher with no fucking. A experience and B chemistry. Yeah, I didn't know it was that bad with injuries over there. It, we just got smoked, and I think we got a couple dudes on uh, COVID list. Well, dude, who knows? Maybe, two. maybe you get a little like group of three guys that come up from the your minor league system that are hungry, and they just spark something. Maybe like and Alec Bones got sent down because he was dookie. Yeah, and he got in a uh, a brawl with Luis Heel. The Yankees oh, pitcher really? that just went nuts. Yeah, I actually listened to it on Talking Yanks this morning. He got in a brawl. Like, he, I guess he started a Last brawl night? down the minor leagues. I think so. Yeah, I, dude. All I I saw on Twitter, I saw like yo, like a brawl in Triple A baseball. I was like, whatever, don't care. Scrolled right past it. I didn't know that it was Alec Bohm. Yeah, it was oh. Alec Bohm and Luis Hill. That's dope. <laughs> yeah, I was I I heard that and I was like, because when you said Alex Bohm got sent down, I was like, I heard that this morning, like that he was in Triple A, and I was like, that's weird. Yeah. Cause his fielding is dookie, but his his batting is like fine, nothing spectacular, but it's not terrible, you know. Right. Middle of the road, but his fielding is dookie, bro. What position does he play? Third. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's good to have a good fielder at third. You kind of need a good glove at third base, dude. That's like an elite defensive position. Because eighty-five percent of the league is hitting right-handed, and they get a hold of something, it's coming at your face a hundred miles an hour. Yep. I feel like fielding a line drive on the third baseline has got to be top three scariest things in baseball. Uh, yeah. It's like, like getting hit in the face by a pitch. Right back to you, like one that comes right back to the pitcher, bro. Yeah, Those that's two. That's number two. Getting hit in the face, getting a comebacker as a pitcher, and a line drive from third base. Yeah. No, no thank you. Or gets first base on a lefty. Yeah, but that doesn't happen as often. I mean, no. I'm sure it's still just as scary, but... Yeah. Oh, alright, that's especially, it. That's especially, if you're, especially, hold on, especially if you're holding the guy on at first, dude, you're standing on the base, pretty much. Like, yeah. yeah. That's probably terrifying. What if you think a butt's coming, and you're all... <laughs> you're infield's in. <laughs> dude, you know what? No, this is another one. I don't know if you've ever experienced this, because you played catcher in high school, right? You said... Uh, not in high school. I played catcher, like, for most of my life. A little bit. I uh, well, I mean, I guess this doesn't really affect the catcher that much, but, like, a pitcher, first base, and third baseman, if someone goes, like, shows bunt, and I've already thrown this pitch, and I see him throwing down a bunt, and I start running towards home to field that bunt, and he pulls back, dude, that is uh, terrifying, yeah. bro. That yeah. is, that yeah. makes you shit your pants. You're like, that happened like, to me a few charging. times in high school. Yeah. yeah, you're charging to field a bunt, and this dude rears back and just takes a daddy hack, and you're, like, seeing your life flash before your eyes. That is terrifying. Yeah. I, I remember kids were doing that in, like, 7th, 8th grade, and it's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah with a metal using, bat, dude. <laughs> yeah, we're using the best of the best in bats, bro. Like, we're yeah, going up here with the voodoos and shit, and just... Fine! <laughs> Sign! Here's a 65-mile-an-hour fastball absolute meatball coming back straight to your dome from two feet away. <laughs> that should be considered murder, dude. Attempted murder. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. 
But yeah, that's uh, that's terrifying. Um, real quick, let's hit on the Premier League. City beat your boys. My boys, Man City beat your boys, Arsenal. Cinco a cero. Oof. Honestly, dude, like Arsenal's in shambles. This is they have the worst start, tied for the worst start in uh league history. Really? What are they? Owen four? Owen three? Owen three, with no goals, nine goals against. I think Everton in like oh four oh five had the same start. But uh, That's I see bad, dude. I see Norwich. They're also zero three, and they also have a minus nine goal differential. But they scored one. They have ten against. Dude, could you imagine if Arsenal just like got relegated? I was thinking about that before. That would be wild. That w- I feel like that would be. Eh, I don't know. I was gonna say that'd be just as wild as like Leicester City winning the Premier League, but I don't think it's that. I don't think it's as wild as that. I think Leicester City winning the Premier League after just getting uh, promoted, promoted, probably a little bit more crazy than that. I thought I'd never see that. Yeah, I thought I'd never see Arsenal get relegated either. Though that that's true. That's very true. Um, yeah, who scored the goal for City? I don't know. It's five nothing. Couldn't keep up. Now, they oh, it was five or- nothing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, thought, I don't know. I oh, yeah, I didn't hear that That's right. Five. I thought it was one nothing. No, Jesus, dude, <laughs> That's bad. <laughs> yeah, you got pizza. Pep's gonna call up. Uh, what's his name? Be like, hey, you owe me a goddamn pizza. And just hangs up. Yeah, Mikel Arteta, this bitch. Yeah, yeah. Dude. Send, I just, I just, I just wiped the floor with your squad. Now send Daddy a pizza. <laughs> Pepperoni, no onion. Click. Hell yeah, bro. You know Pep's getting that pepperoni. Yeah. <laughs> Pep's pepperoni. Is that why they call it Peppa Pig? Does pepperoni come from a pig? It does. I'm pretty sure Ooh, pepperoni, pepperoni is pork. Pig. <laughs> Peppa Pig. The, <laughs> the final episode of Peppa the Pig is just her getting turned into pepperoni. Yeah, this oh has my. been a dark show the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> just building you up to break you down. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's all kids uh, watching, too. So beautiful. Ah, oh, dude, gets me it's going. It's that time of year, baby. It Let's gets go. the people going. Let's uh, go. So, what are your first thoughts on the USCL draw? Group draw. No, let's talk transfers first. Transfers? All right. All right. Yeah, transfers first. Um, so I think we hit on Messi last episode, right? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, Messi to PSG, crazy. All right. Um, <laughs> so Ronaldo, so he was rumored going to Man City. I saw reports that said, like, Ronaldo to Man City agreed upon by Juve uh, clubs to announce it in the morning. And I was like... I don't know if I'm buying it, but it sounds kind of legit. Like, that was, like, the first thing, the first time where I was like, maybe he's actually going to come here. That's kind of crazy. And then I see Man United jumping in. They want to steal it. They're going to give him 30 mil. And Man City didn't want to give him anything. His release clause was 28 mil, bro. Give him 50 mil. It's Ronaldo. Cristiano Ronaldo. You just paid 100 mil for Grealish, dude. Suck my ass. (laughs) And go get me Ronaldo for 50 mil. You're telling me yeah. Ronaldo wasn't worth half of Grealish? Get the fuck out of here. Dude, that's what I hate about, like, the transfers nowadays. It's like, I feel like people just buy hype. They don't buy 
talent like they used I to. I hate the Grealish signing with every fiber yeah. of my body. I hate the Grealish signing. That's kind of how I felt with Hazard, dude. When he, I mean, I was happy, but I was also at the time of Ronaldo was yeah, leaving, so I was like, fat. what the fuck? At least Grealish is in fat. shape. He got fat and got hurt like a million times, dude. Now I'm just like, yeah. bro, like, why? Yeah. Like, we didn't need this just yet. Like, we had Vinicius coming up at the time. We could have just, like, thrown him in that role for a year or two and gotten him, like, a lot more experience than he has now, which he already has, like, a good amount of experience under his belt at his age. But, like, dude, grow this man. Like, let him – we don't need to just go out and buy people because we're, yeah. we're like, oh, shit, Ronaldo's leaving. We need to replace some of the big names because that will make us the most revenue and ticket sales and shit like that. It's like, no, dude. That's how it works. You are – yeah, that is how it works. But, like, you already have, what, three Champions Leagues under your belt in the past four years? Like, Yeah, your fans grow, are going to be loyal fans, and they're going to become – You're going to have loyal fans. Like, grow your talent, your homegrown talent. Like, use people – use our young core. Get them playing in the uh, senior team with everybody and kind of getting some chemistry going and, like, see what we do go from there. Like, I love, like, the David Alaba signing. I thought that was yeah, great. Yeah, I think that is good. That's a good signing. Oh, uh, we just signed uh, – uh, what's his name? I don't Kama Kamavija Kamaviga. Good look out of me. He, I think we dropped like thirty-two, thirty-three mil on him. I'm pretty sure he's coming from Italy. I don't know. I saw it earlier when I was at work, but and I've seen him play a few times in the UCL, so like I'm decently happy with that yeah. signing. But like it's went like almost what Barcelona did with Neymar, dude. They just went and bought Neymar for a ridiculous amount of money. And I'm just like, dude, like, you're the in the top three biggest clubs of the world. Like, grow some of your players. You just did it with Messi. Look how that turned out. Like, you didn't have to yeah. spend any money, like, yeah. transfer buying him or anything. Just, I, I just wish more clubs would go back to, like, all right, we're going to develop our players instead of just I don't, splashing I don't think so much. Like, Neymar was still young when he went to Barca, so I kind of, like, don't yeah, really agree he, with the Neymar thing. Was, but, like, when they but, got Suarez, like... yeah. Pretty much the same same deal. Like, or he like, was older, uh, had already kind of, like, had his breakout in UCL, like, league football with Liverpool, right? Like, mm-hmm. he's already had his breakout. He was already a superstar. Right. He, well, he Neymar, I mean, Neymar was too, but... Neymar was too, but he was still over at Santa. He went from Santa straight to Barca, right? Yeah. Yeah, so, like, he hadn't even experienced UCL football. Like, he was a star on the international stage, but not so much on the club stage. Right. I um, so yeah. that's, why I think, that's why I think that's a little different. Yeah, but, like, okay, yeah, Neymar wasn't a great comparison, but, like, but no, like I hear you said you. with Suarez. It's, like, yeah. so it happens so often. Like, almost every offseason that we get or transfer window, somebody's getting bought like that, I feel. Dude, Real Madrid haven't bought anybody in the last three transfer windows. Zero dollars spent in the last three transfer windows. Yeah, a lot of our guys have just come off contracts. But speaking of uh, transfer windows, buys. Wait, so, wait, so hold on, hold on. So we never, we never even finished this thought. Man United ended up getting Ronaldo. Right. Um. So like, I don't know. How do you think he's gonna fit into that squad and? Like, I mean, he's you, Ronaldo. You think... I think I think he's gonna fit in pretty much anywhere he goes, just based off of his talent as a footballer. Like, he can pretty much play with yeah. anybody competitively. Yeah, yeah, so I'm not worried sure. about him like not melding with the team. Um, I think they'll have I a hope... pretty lethal attack. Yeah, dude, and I think he's gonna show a lot of people like he's still Cristiano Ronaldo. He's gonna be tearing up the Premier League if he's as long as he stays healthy as he's been. Yeah, um, 
I feel like the attention on him kind of came off a little bit when he was at Juve just because, I don't know, like, he was in this Syria. is a worldwide podcast, so these numbers might be skewed based on where you live or you listen from. But the Premier League is definitely more um, watched in the USA than, like, Syria or even La Liga. 100%. 100%. So, like, I think more eyes over on this side of the pond are going to be on him just based off of United States, Manchester United fans or football fans that watch the Premier League. Like, I'm going to watch Premier League and Man U games now just because I'm like, oh, like, I'm actually interested in the Premier League and Ronaldo's my favorite player, so I'll throw on the Man U game and see what he can do. Yeah, yeah. I think they might be good, dude, because they got some speed out on the wings and they do have some talented wingers. And then I hate Bruno, but he's not that bad. Paul Pogba's nice uh, in their center mid. They got Varane, who's good. They got Harry Maguire, who I don't like, but people tell me that he's good. Yeah. They got Luke Shaw, who maybe is a little bit decent sometimes. I don't know. I don't really think he's that great either. They got DeJaya. I, uh, I think he's going to bring a lot of like that leadership in the team, dude, and kind of like meld everybody together and get everybody on one page because, I mean, they're all grown men, but Cristiano Ronaldo coming to a team, everybody's going to be like, holy shit, that's Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah. Yeah, I feel one like... Man, you legend, like... Oh, yeah, that's what I was saying already, a Man U legend, dude. Yeah, and, so I, and that's the thing. When I saw him go in Manchester City, Manchester City, I was like, dude, these reports are like, like I was almost ready to believe that he was going to go to Man City. Like you said, I, I saw the, the announcement in the morning. I saw that shit, too. So I was like, all right, I guess we'll see what, what happens in the morning. But yeah. in my mind, I'm like, dude, there's no way he goes back to the Premier League to a Manchester team, and it's not Manchester United. Like... He has so much like love for that club. Like yeah. he doesn't even celebrate goals against that club when he played against them, not on their team, obviously. So like I feel like if he just dipped to Man City, everybody would be like, Oh, he's literally just doing this for money now, like clearly. Like he wouldn't just do that to like his But club he wasn't even gonna be getting paid that much. He wasn't, but like he wanted like he I feel like people would think he wanted like the eyes to be on him and all this Dude, stuff. If he came and... to City, he would have been perfect. Bro, he would have. He is exactly what we're missing. Yeah, we Probably need a striker, like a... like a lethal striker. That's what we need. That would complete our squad. Right, and Ronaldo, even in his our, older our years, is just a guy that's always suspect. in the right spot. Yeah, but if Ronaldo's here scoring you more goals, that kind of gives your defense a little bit more of a leeway. Yeah, and our defense isn't that bad, and they can hold their own. I think. Right. Um, I like Ederson too. I think he's a little bit underrated. He's kind of nice. Yeah, um, Ederson's good. But I I agree. I think Ederson is actually very underrated, dude. I feel like he does not get like the like Man City is one of those teams. Obviously, Pep's the coach, so it's going to be like tight knit. But they're not giving up much goals. Like they're not a team that gives no. up, up. And a Ederson's ton of goals. pretty good. But Ederson is like known as a keeper that's good with his feet, and like he's always playing the ball with his feet because he's playing in Pep's system. That's what you do. Yeah. Um, but like. I think that's kind of where, like, the respect for him ends. Like, I don't think he gets a lot of respect as, like, a goalie that saves shots. But he, dude, he's out of his mind. His entire fucking body's tatted. He's crazy. He's crazy. He's out of his mind. He's got crazy tats. Yeah, I love yeah. it. Yeah, that's what no, you he's, want got, a goalie. he's got the big dick energy, dude. Right. You gotta um, be crazy to be a goalie. Yeah, you have to be, bro. Because you ever, like, I... Quick little tangent, but I remember, um, you might remember this too, when like the first time we played uh, soccer tryouts for Coastal, or it was like a pickup or something, Yeah. and I was like coming down the right side, dude, and Journey was playing goalie, I didn't even know Journey at the time, but he remembers this, we talk about this all the time, 
and you're on the other team playing center back, and I took that shot to the far post, beat Journey, and I was, like, slowing down my run, like, watching the ball go in, and you just come out of nowhere and take it straight off the head, like, off the goal line. And I was just like, that kid is out of his mind, dude. Like, you gotta have balls of steel to just be putting your dome ski in that, like, right in front of a shot, just, like, from that close, dude. And I was like, low-key... That's every goalie ever, dude. Like, you're literally diving on top of balls and stuff. Like, you can't yeah. even, like, turn your head to flinch because if you turn your head even a little bit, like, and the ball goes by your head, it's like, wow, you could have saved that if you didn't flinch. So, right. like, you got to be balls to the wall at all times, you, dude. And you're diving at people's feet. Like, you're laying out, you're getting like, kicked. Right, you're dude. diving, like, to punch balls away. Like, yeah, people look at goalies, I feel like, even, like, in high school, is like, uh, like, the goalie is like, you're the, the worst one on the not, team, so you right, play goalie. So, you play goalie. But it's like a real good goalie and a goalie that knows what he's doing is like the what toughest guy on the team. One of the most valuable players on the field. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah, not enough respect for the goalies. Um, so I saw that Real Madrid was going to offer like two hundred mil for Mbappe, but now I saw they're out of it. They, they pulled, pulled out of negotiations. Yeah, I was going to say that. That kind of um, sucks, dude. But they, I also saw they were yeah. going to look at him in January. So who knows? Yeah. Maybe they try to sell Hazard. I saw. I saw maybe Juve would come for Hazard to place replace Ronaldo, just just like Real Madrid did because they saw how well it worked out for them. So they were like, honestly, do that. take them, dude. Take them. Don't don't care. Give us fifty mil, please. Yeah, give us fifty mil and take them. We'll throw Vinicius in there and hopefully Mbappe in January. I'm fine with it. Yeah, I'd be fine with that too. Um, but yeah, now you want to get into groups. Yeah, let's get into the groups. All right, we're running through all of them. Group A, we got Club Bruges, Man City, PSG, and Leipzig. RB Leipzig. Leipzig. Um, um, obviously, PSG, Man City are the clear favorites there, but I, I think yeah. Leipzig is kind of Leipzig a tough little... Dark Horse. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Um, I wouldn't be too surprised if they snuck in and knocked either PSG or Man City out. Um, right. Club Bruges, I don't really know much about them. Maybe they could shake things up, get them a dub or something. They, uh, I'm pretty sure they have, they were in the group with Real Madrid a few years ago, and we tied one of their games. So they're like a kind of a sneaky <clears throat> little squad, but they're not a team that you should expect. Yeah. Like, you can't, you just can't play yeah. down to their level. That's all you got to do. Just yeah, win. yeah, that's the biggest thing. Um, that'll be a fun group though. City PSG going to be a lot of fun, and then like we both like Leipzig as little little dark horses. So like those games will be fun too. Right. Um. And then Group B, Milan, AC Milan, Atletico Madrid, Liverpool, FC Porto. Woo! I think this is the group of death, dude. Yeah, I was bro. looking at it earlier, and I was like, this is the group of death. This is tough. Yeah. Those games are going to be battles. Every single one. Right. You can't slip up even in the first leg. They're like, oh, whatever, we have a second leg. No, you got to go out and battle every match. Every yeah. point in this group is going to count. Yeah, I think um, tough. Here's the thing: I want to go chalk. I know that it's not going to go chalk. I, to me, I think chalk is Atletico Madrid and Liverpool. Yeah, yeah, I probably agree. Um, dude, I think uh, Porto is but, sneaky, bro. I know they're I know. good, man. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they if Liverpool just wasn't having their season like kind of like they had last year and yeah. kind of just got a little far back and Porto snuck in behind Atletico. 
I could see that yeah. very easily. I um, could also see. I think Atletico is probably gonna be pretty nice. I think yeah, they, they always squad. are, dude. They I like Simeone. Are. Yeah, it's. I was gonna say it's not even their team that's like very good. It's the way they're coached. Yeah. Um, and as much so as I, think, I hate I to say, I think they'll it, get through. But then, I, yeah, I could see honestly, it's a toss up between the next three Liverpool on who gets Porto it. But I think, Liverpool, I think Liverpool, if they stay healthy and if everybody's at a hundred percent, dude, if they can get back to what they were, they were pretty fucking good. They did yeah. win the UCL. Yeah. In a no, real season, this is the year before COVID year, right? They won the UCL. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Porto was in what the semifinals last year. They, yeah, they were pretty good. Yeah, so who knows, dude? That's definitely yeah. the group of death to me. Yeah. Group C, we got Ajax, Besiktas, Dortmund, and Sporting. I don't even know where Sporting's from. Sporting, uh, is, the, and... Sporting is the club that Ronaldo started at. Oh, Fax, from Portugal. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude, I think Ajax and Dortmund go through here. Yeah. Um, Besiktas um, is just kind of like that little stinker little brother team that Gets in UCL every year and sneaks one or two wins out of the group stage. And it's like, if they're playing yeah. your team and that happens, you're like, what the fuck, dude? Like, those are points that we needed, but... Yeah, could have got us a better seed in the draw. Yeah, um, but um, yeah, Dortmund and Mal- or Ajax are pretty much shoo-ins for me. Yeah, that group's boring. Um, group D, Inter, Real, Shakhtar, Donetsk, and Sheriff. I like Sheriff. Their badge is like a star, like a Sheriff star. Like a Sheriff. <laughs> Yo, these are literally just a bunch of retired Sheriffs from... What is that from? MDA? The 80s. <laughs> yeah, from the 80s with the porn mustache. Yes. <laughs> Just uh, a bunch of Diego Maradonas running around. <laughs> uh, I think this one will be fun. I think Shakhtar is like a, a fun little squad. They they tend to bring some intrigue in uh, Champions League play. Shakhtar is the same as like Besiktas to me, dude. Like Just yeah. kind of like that little brother team that could yeah. beat anybody on any good yeah. day. Real and um, Inter got to go through here, though. Yeah. Who do you think will win the group, though? I want to say Real, just because I'm a Real Madrid fan. Yeah, but that's true. Inter, Inter is always... Inter's a good team. Yeah, dude. I feel like I always see them in group stage games, just, like, playing real strong, and then they kind of fight, fade out towards the knockout rounds. But, um, I don't know, dude. I think Real Madrid wins the group, but I could be eating my words yeah. whenever, whenever that happens, so... Yeah. And then it's... Group E is Barcelona, Barcelona, Bayern, Benfica, Dynamo, Kiev. Obviously, at Bayern and Barca go through there, but yeah, Benfica's nice. Benfica's I like Benfica. nice. Yeah, Benfica's nice. They're uh, you always see them. They they usually end up pretty far in the uh, Europa League. I feel yeah. like yeah, them and Sevilla. Sevilla's always Sevilla's always, always nice there too. Yeah, we did a. Uh, we did like a soccer camp when I was a kid with Benfica. Like an old Benfica player was like training us. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it was dope. We all got like Benfica kits. I threw up because I ate too much dinner. I had peanut butter and jelly. I had two of them though. Two. No, no, no. Don't get too much dip on your chip now. Oh, I got too much dip on my chip. <laughs> Far too much. Far too much dip on your chip. See? <laughs> um, but yeah, they're not going to make it through. Nah. Thanks for the training. But... Right. Warm-up games. Group F, we got Atalanta, Cristiano Ronaldo, and Man United. Villarreal, and the Young Boys. Yeah, BSC Young Boys. Um, Yeah. Uh, I think Manchester United goes through, but it's going to be a battle between Atalanta and Villarreal. 
and young boys, bro, don't sleep. I'm always sleeping. I, I sleep on the young boys, man, because they haven't impressed me. Nah, yeah, they just got a cool name. I like it. I remember when, when I was, like, 13 playing FIFA, me and my friends would, like, play the demo or whatever, whatever new one was coming out. And one year, I forget which year it was, but you could play as the BSC Young Boys. We thought it was fucking hilarious, dude. We're like, bro, we're young boys playing as young boys. <laughs> it was just like... <laughs> Nobody knew anybody on the team, but we just did it because we could be like, yeah, I'm the young boys. And I don't know why. We just thought it was so funny. Uh, fucking cringe, dude. I've noticed, could... I've noticed that, like, 13 to 15-year-old boys have the worst sense of humor. <laughs> like, things yeah. that they think are hilarious are not funny at all. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, they'll just um, say things, they'll just be like... I hope Why this isn't so what I sounded wet? like. I'm pretty sure I sounded like that when I was 15, and I hate it, because that's super cringy. Whatever. They're just young boys. Yeah, they're just young boys. Mean <laughs> young boys. Um, I think playing those demo games before, like, the game came out was the best, because it was like... Oh, because, like, it was different, because, like, we talked about before, you have to go to the store to get an actual disc. Like, when it the day that it comes out, you go get FIFA, right? Like right. So, and before that, like, oh, I get a sneak peek and I can play FIFA for, like, a week beforehand. And the I games are shortened and I can only choose so many games, yeah. but I get it before I, before I can go get the disc, I get to play this game. It was great, dude. Right, and you would play, like, one-minute halves on FIFA. My brother and I would sit there on FIFA 10 demo and just play, like, fucking 20 games at a rip, dude. And you could. Of the same teams. We'd just run the same teams back every time, and we'd sit there on the demo and then I would sit there in the little, like, training facility where it's just you and the goalie for yeah. hours, bro. I would sit yeah. there for hours and just do skill moves and free kicks or training things. That was probably wig, too. That's why I, that's why you guys are good at FIFA and I'm buns because I never did any of that shit. I, I never do did all, any of that I'd be doing all the skill moves, dude. I don't know how to do any of the skill moves. And I'd just be hitting shit and Wig just laughs at me. He knows all the, he knows all the skill moves, though. Yeah, He's good Wig at and I, when Wig and I play uh, cl pro clubs together, dude, it's like, I, my guy doesn't have five-star skills yet, so I can't do them all, but his does, and mine's at four, so it's just like anytime me or him get the ball, we just go on like a tear of like getting through three people and then the, getting the ball taken off our foot by the last guy. It's so funny. And then we'll score like one absolute banger of a goal and we'll just go nuts but we'll lose like 4-1 we made a new club so we started at the 10th division and me and Wig were shitting on kids really I gotta get in on that I gotta yeah, get my guys weight up too easy well I mean hey new FIFA coming out so we're gonna have to be hopping on the new guy and making our guys not booty cheeks over there right and we get a, like an early start on this one yeah cause I didn't start this FIFA until like February hella late yeah Got so many games to buy, and I got so much other shit I want to buy. <laughs> Dude, just why can't things just be free? Why can't I just have more money? That too. More money, more, more money, money, more problems. Um, what group are we on to next? Uh, Group G, we got Los Lille, RB Salzburg, Sevilla, and Wolfsburg. Obviously, pulling for Salzburg. That's where Brendan Aronson's at. Yeah. Um. Past that, probably Sevilla, I guess. Wolfsburg's kind of sneaky. So is Lille. Yeah, that's a nice little group, to be honest. It's a I... nice group of, like, mediocre teams. Yeah, yeah, there's like, not one, like, shitter. Be... I would easily put those as the third team. If they were in with City and PSG, they'd be the third team. You know what I mean? Right, right. 
Yeah, I like that. I like that. It's um, a good group. Sevilla and Salzburg. That, those are my picks. Yeah, me too. Gotta roll with the boy Aronson. Yeah. Um, and then in Group H we got Chelsea, Juve, Malmo, and Zenit. I think this is gonna be the most boring league, boring group. Yeah, Chelsea and Juve are gonna go through. Pretty easily. Chelsea and Juve are gonna go through, and they both play so boring, dude. Like, especially with Tuchel, he's just like, yeah, I'm just gonna hang back and play defense and counterattack. Like, it works. It's good, but it's boring. Yeah, it's um, not fun to watch. And, like, Juve is just not really clicking right now. Like, if they don't get it together, that's going to be tough. Yeah, but they're still going to be beating Zenit and Malmo. Yeah, for sure. They should be good enough to go through. But, I mean, like, like that Juve-Chelsea matchup might not even be fun to watch. Right. Most shit group. That's my that's my call. The one with Juve yeah. and Chelsea is the most shit group. I mean, group. I'll, still, I'll still watch it because they're two big-name clubs, but... There's going to be many other exciting games that I'd rather yeah. watch. Over yeah, it depends that. who else is playing on when their group plays. Right. That's going to be my determining factor. Oh, I'm excited for Champions League football, dude. Yeah, me too. It's about it's time been, it's back. Yeah, it feels like it hasn't been. I, I, know. I feel like the Euros dude, were so long, dude. I'm so excited for fall this year. I feel like we got like soccer starting when it's supposed to start. We got football is like right around the corner, dude. Like the world is somewhat normal. Like I'm, I'm actually looking forward to like I'm obviously coming down to see you, but then like after that, bro, like fall's coming. Fall's and, coming. Like, it's time to be like chilling. Like th- this was a busy summer for me. It's time to be like chilling at home. Like maybe taking Benjamin and Lex on a hike. I guess I'm not really taking Lex. She's coming with me. But I'm taking Benjamin. <laughs> um, Lex in one hand, Benjamin the other. <laughs> um, but then like just chilling at night, right? And then just like. Watching football on Sundays, Some like playoff wake up baseball. Football. Yeah, dude, playoff baseball comes around. Like, I, I love fall, man. Fall's yeah. my favorite season. Fall's my favorite um, season by far. I love spooky season, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Facts. What, uh, do we want to get into a little fantasy? Fly? Um, that sound makes me laugh every time I hear it, dude. Of course it does. We don't have much here. Um, I think 53-man rosters are going to be due tomorrow, so we'll see who made the 53-man. I really want to see Teron Jackson make it. I was going to say, you think he makes the cut? Dude, so I watched some of the film from our last preseason game against the Jets. He made a lot of good plays. I just hope the coaches are seeing it, dude. He had a strip sack. He had a strip sack forced fumble. Um, so a sack and a fumble, and then there was one play he, like, dude, beat the offensive lineman in a fucking second, and he was in the backfield, like, stopping the running back as soon as the running back got the ball, like, running back, like, tried to do, like, a stutter step, but, like, couldn't go anywhere, and, like, Jackson wasn't, like, overcommitted anyway, he just, like, kind of stopped the running back, and then he couldn't go anywhere, he tackled the running back, like, four, four, four or five yard loss, and I was like, dude, hell yeah, that's good shit, I think I he's good, that, dude. I, I think, think he's good too. And I think I, it's just really tough because I think our defensive line is deep with a lot of good talent. Yeah, I mean, which isn't a bad problem to have, but no, that's our no. point. We want to see him succeed. And I want it yeah. to happen, like, sooner rather than later. I don't want to, the Eagles to miss out on, like, his talent. It goes somewhere yeah, else. Yeah, because if he goes to the practice squad, anybody else can sign him. Any mm-hmm. other team can sign him from our practice squad. Yeah, which is kind of scary because uh, he's good. Yeah. Yeah, he's nice, and I like him, and he's a coastal bull, so I'm always going to root for him. Right. So... 
I hope I can root for him as an Eagle too. If he if he makes jersey. a team and starts playing as like a like a starter, not even a starter, just like a regular guy, if I will get his jersey. Player, dude, yeah, I'm getting his jersey. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. I'm I'm thinking about already getting it now. If he makes a fifty three man tomorrow, I'm definitely going to consider it. Yeah, yeah, that's probably a good valid valid reason. I like that. Um, I'm just ready for this shit to start, dude. I'm over this whole preseason bullshit. Like, I get it's important. Yeah. But I need yep. some real football Sundays in my life, boy. I know, dude. I can't wait. First one's coming up. I think we're gonna uh, maybe go all. We're all gonna go to Wigan Austin's. Do some Hell drinking. Yeah, make some dips. Make burning. some drinks. I was actually thinking about doing a buffalo chicken dip in the crock pot and just bringing yeah, it in. Like, sir. yeah, I'm leave it in the crock pot and we all can just kind of like munch on it. That's for the, the day. way to do it, dude. Crock pot dip is the best. Yeah, um, I think that's what I'm, what I was thinking about doing. Um, but probably go there for the one o'clocks and then maybe stay until halftime of the next set of games and then bounce at half. Um, go back to my place, like chill with Lex for a little bit, just the two of us, and then she'll leave whenever and I'll watch the night game. Sounds like, a, sounds like a good day. That sounds like a prime Sunday. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I need that football shit. It's like heroin, dude. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's like as soon as as soon as the NFL Sunday is over. Money. Right. I got right. my fantasy teams. They're all cooking, bro. Everybody's snapping off. Joe Mixon got one fifty and three touchdowns. <laughs> Shut up, go. dude. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and dude, I'm I'm winning money on Fanduel. I'm losing some, but I'm winning more. I hope. <laughs> I'm literally getting paid to do this. Birds are up 35-13. The 14-0 record, dude? Come on. FanDuel actually has odds boost plus 350 for the Chiefs to start the season 4-0. Plus 350? Yeah, I kind of like it. They got a tough schedule. I might take that all day, dude, honestly. They got Cleveland. Okay, whatever. They got Baltimore, solid squad. Yeah. And they got the Chargers, and I think the Chargers are sneaky. Chargers good. are sneaky, yeah. Their defense was good. They were all hurt last year. Right, like, and their offense was popping. And their offense was popping. So if the offense, if the defense can get back to what it was and their stars can play as stars, right, I think we're good. You uh, you just cut out for like a good five to six seconds. That's fine. You did too, but I just want to keep it rolling and not let people see because it's recording in the background still. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. They're just going to be like, so we're good. Breath break. See, see, they're not. They're not even going to know that it happened. <laughs> but now, because you had to say, now you're just blowing up our own spot. We're just going to have I one of those like zapper technical difficulties things pop up. <laughs> I think. Uh, I think the the Chargers will be a good squad this year. They're, if their offense can click, which I think it will, I hope it does. I got Jared Cook in fantasy. Um, and then their 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 defense just got to get back to doing what they were doing. They'll be all right. But then they have the Eagles week four. It's probably a win. Yeah, I don't see the Eagles beating the Chiefs at any point in the season unless it's a Super Bowl. Nope. Yep. Then obviously we're getting the dub, and it's Joe Flacco getting us a ring. <laughs> or That's Gardner Minshew here. Could you imagine if it was Gardner? Imagine if Gardner uh, Minshew takes Gardner, over week four. Gardner Minshew beats Patrick Mahomes in Super Bowl fifty five. Out of fucking crazy, like, trick play. Love it. Fire me up, dude. <laughs> the Eagles way, man. Um, But, yeah, that's pretty much all we got on birds. We got really nothing else going on. We'll have some more solid updates once the season starts. Yeah. Um, But let's get into some of our drafts. Let's get it, baby. 
So let's get into the Coastal Chicks draft first. So right. for our listeners, Coastal Chicks, we started a league. It's a 12-team league, full PPR, um, six guys, six girls. It just kind of worked out that way. Um, it's a bunch of our homies from Coastal, a couple other, you know, my girlfriend, my sister, and then the rest of the girls are from Coastal. So we just want to, you know, all the homies down in Coastal, you know, they they uh, get together for all the Sunday games. So figuring out this gives the girls a little something to be in on and kind of have some fun doing. And I wanted to get Lex involved. You know, I love fantasy football. Cassandra's excited to do it. Do be doing it. Is this uh, Cassandra's first time ever playing? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, she likes. I think it. a lot of the it. girls are going to be a little more addicted to fantasy football than they realize. I think so too. I can see that. Yeah. Cause, like, it's going to get competitive. Like they're going to want to talk shit and stuff. Right. It's going to be fun. And that's the best part. Is like, you get in there, you get in there and, like, you start talking shit. And, like, sometimes it's hard and it sucks, right? But, like, if you're making your team better and, like, you're having a little bit of fun, like... And it makes watching football games, fun. like, way more fun for neutral fans. Yeah. Especially when you're on Red Zone, dude. You got Red Zone. You can see all, like, the good shit happen. Hopefully you see a lot of players on your team doing good things. Right. Or getting that's toasted. What you want to see. Yeah, well, it could go either way. <laughs> right. Um, were there any teams that, like, really stuck out to you in this Coastal Chicks draft? Um, is there a way I can look at the draft board still, or can you not get to it now that we're done? I put it in the Google Doc. We can see it in the Sleeper app, too. Oh, you did put it in the Google Doc? Uh, let me see here. I had it up earlier, but I didn't see it. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, I'm not seeing it in the dock, but let me go oh, to my damn. app. All right, well, you know who I like? I like Riley. She's got – she had the 101, so she's got McCaffrey, but then she's got Miles Sanders, and then she got Damian Harris, which I like a lot now that Sony's gone. Yeah. Um, And then at wide out, she's got Justin Jefferson and Allen Robinson, which I love. Allen Robinson's going to be a stud. Jefferson gonna be a stud, um, and then she got Jerry Judy, and then she got Michael Pittman. Henry Ruggs has crazy upside. I love that. Um, at quarterback, she got Lamar and Matt Ryan, and then at tight end, she got Robert Tunyon and Zach Ertz. I think Zach Ertz is a booty pick, but whatever. That's fine. I'll let, let her do. Yeah, thing. she does have a nice little squad, dude. She's got some. Uh, her receiving core is pretty solid. Yeah. Yeah, Michael Pittman off the bench is nice. It's a nice little thing, spot to have. Um, dude, Cassandra's got a nice little squad too. She got Nick Chubbs, Chase Edmonds, Gaskin, Javante Williams, Latavius Murray. I don't really love. I guess Chase Edmonds. He'll be fine. Uh, I don't really love him. Don't love Gaskin, but I mean, in the seventh, it's not bad. Um. And then DK, Ross, Stack, that's Chris nice. Godwin, Sutton, Devontae, Marvin Jones. That's a nice nice little setup. Russell Wilson. I actually love Derek Carr in the last. I got him in uh, best ball. He, dude, he had like five or six weeks as a QB1 last year. So, like, if the matchup's yeah. right. He had, a, he had a good year fantasy-wise last year. A lot of people sleep yeah. on him. Yeah. Um, you know, if the matchup's right, I, I like putting him in. Oh, Emery and Jess are playing week one. I'm playing Lex. Are you? And I think Jake's playing Rye. That's hilarious, dude. I know. Oh, no, Jake I'm... is playing Clay. 
Oh, is he? Damn, I lied, I made it up. Rai is playing uh, just Lashko. Um, um, yeah, I'm pretty happy with my team in that draft. Um, I've noticed that I drafted a lot of the same guys in a lot of my leagues. And I think I did that consciously because, like, if I draft a whole bunch of different people, I won't be like, oh, I have this guy in this this league, yeah, but not in the other league. So see, I, see, I like to mix me. it up. I do have a few a few favorites, but I like to mix it up. Who so are you your got favorites? Alvin Kamara, Travis Etienne, Dunn, Kareem Hunt, Leonard Fournette, Jamal Williams. Not bad, dude. I like Kamara, obviously. I think Kareem Hunt's going to be fine. I like Jamal Williams. Um, Leonard Fournette, whatever. I think it's a shit pick. I think he's a waste. Yeah. Um, but then you got Terry McLaurin, Robbie Anderson, Michael Gallup, Jalen Waddle, Quez Watkins. I mean, Terry and Robbie I love. Um, Gallup's okay. Waddle, we'll see. Quez, we'll see. I think he's got a chance. He could break out and go crazy. Quez, Quez was my sleeper pick. Yeah. But then you got Mahomes, I think he'll be a stud. And then you got Kyle Pitts, he's supposed to be a stud. I don't know how I feel about him. I don't know if I like your team that much, I'll be honest with you. Uh, it's definitely not as good as my Orchids team. But I made a lot. Like The Leonard Fournette pick was questionable. I don't know what was going through my head there. Um, I think I picked Rojo in another league too, which I'm not too high on. I got him in Dynasty, I don't know, I don't hate it. And Dynasty is different. Dynasty like is different. Yeah, he's super young still. Um... Let's see, who do I have? I have Aaron Jones, Chris Carson, Ronald Jones, Philip Lindsay, which I don't love. Um, and then I have at wide out, I have Tyreek Hill, Cooper Cup, Adam Thielen, Darnell Mooney, Russell Gage, Nelly, and Gabe Davis. Kind of fuck with my receiving core, dude, because like Hill, Cup, Thielen can start every week. But then yeah. if Mooney, Gage pop off, if Gabe Davis starts popping off, I think he's got good. I like him as a sleeper. Who, Nelly, Corey Davis? like the one there. No, Gabriel Davis oh. in Buffalo. I got TJ Hawkinson at tight end. I got Ryan Tannehill at quarterback. But then I also have Justin Fields. I think he'll become the starter. I like him. Tannehill just got put on the COVID list, didn't he? He's been on the COVID list, bro. He's always on that bitch. <laughs> He's literally permanently COVID. Um, yeah, obviously, you know, I like my, my Tyreek Hill. That's a good pick. Your receivers are nice, dude. I feel like you're going to have an issue of, like, um, your back-end guys in your receiving core, like who to start when that time comes, just because you're going to have so many options. I agree. I think I'm going to have too many options, and it's going to be... Hard to decide. Wide receivers are just so inconsistent. It's going to be like, oh, who do I start? And whoever I start, it's going to be the wrong pick. They're going to have a goose that week, and another dude's going to have 24 points. Right. That's how it goes. Um, I don't hate Lex's team. She's got JT, Najee Harris, Gus Edwards. That's now that's a great pick now. And then Gus Naheem Edwards, Hines, yeah. And then Naheem Hines in a PPR. Right, so I kinda like that. And then at wide out, she's got Mike Evans, Debo, Juju, um, Antonio Brown, Beckham, Beasley in a PPR is a stud. TY gonna be shit. And then Tim Patrick, I like him late. Told her to take him as a sleeper. I think her yeah. wideouts are okay. She's got uh, Jonathan Taylor and Naheem Hines in her two running back slots right now, though. Uh, she's got Najee Harris on the bench. Yeah, and Gus Edwards. Yeah. 
Yeah. That, that's just like, for some reason, that's what Sleeper said it to. I don't know why it does that. It did that for me, and I was like, what? Yeah, yeah it put, put some stupid people in my starting positions, too. And I was like, all right. That's I mean, it I just forces you to edit your lineup off the rip. Yeah, that's true. But then she's got Josh Allen at quarterback. She took him early. She wanted that. I was like, all right, that's cool. And then she went Gerald Everett at tight end super late. It's a good late pick. Yeah, I thought so. It was like, I didn't see the value in the tight ends that were available for her. So I was like, you can wait. You can wait. She had the last pick, right? Yeah, she ended up getting fucked with Everett, but not too bad. Their squad's not bad. Cole Beasley's going to be a good... Little piece off her bench. He always is in PPR, bro. He's going to get the targets. Yeah, he's, he's gonna he gets get the targets. The Just that quick slant slot guy. We'll see. I think that league's going to be fun. I think the, I think the girls are going to be really involved, and it's going to make us involved, too. Yeah, for sure, especially with a little bit of money on the line. Yes, sir. You want to head over right. to Orchids? Yeah. So now in our Orchids draft, so our Orchids is, uh, that's the one that Johnny and I do with all our boys from Coastal. Uh, we've been doing it for years. This is probably my longest running league. Um, uh, me too. We do $100 buying. It's all our boys from school. There's always a punishment. Um, I said it on Twitter. I think this is, like, my most competitive league. I think this one has the most high-quality players, right? Like, I think I'm in some other leagues that have a lot of like good players in it. But I, they also have some that aren't great. But I mean, I think this, this is, is definitely the most competitive. The most competitive like people will pay attention. This is to my this like one. number one league every year. Yeah, I, and I feel like um, that's true with almost everybody in this league because like I don't know about you, but like Carl hit me up and like um, Nick and even Clay was like, dude, this is like I feel like every other league we do is just kind of like build up to this one. You know what I mean? Yeah, this is like the main one. Right. I love this league, dude. Me too. Um, Big fan. Like, the draft for this league is uh, way more, like, important to me. Like, I've spent so much more time, like, mocking for yeah. my pick in this league. or Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, so, I'm an idiot. We'll just start with my team because it sucks dicks. So, I went Zeke. And then I... So, I had the, the fifth pick. So, I went with Zeke in the first round. And then I went with Joe Mixon at the eighth. I thought it was good value, but then... I ended up hating it because Joe Mixon has burned me for the past two years. And why am I going to let him burn me in my number one league, bro? Yeah. Does, I know he's going to burn me. He does every year. He so does every year. And, you, and, like, that early in the draft, too. Like, you yeah. could have gotten a bunch of other guys. So what value. I should have done was draft DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. Because George Kittle was available at my third round pick. And I didn't pick him because I was like, I need a wide receiver here. If I don't get one, I'm not going to get a good one. Right. So then I went with Terry McLaurin, who has amazing potential this ceiling. And then I went with Deontay Johnson, who I think has good floor, especially in PPR. And then in the fifth, I took Daryl Henderson because I, I just thought good value. Like, going to be the number one running back on a Sean McVay offense. Pending injury, obviously, but um, I thought good value there. And then I went Debo. I think he'll be fine. And then I went Rodgers in the seventh. I really thought Emery was going to take him. Emery had no quarterback, and he picked before me. He picked 7-3. And yeah, you took Tom Brady. I, he took Tom Brady, and I thought I could have swore I I would have put my life on it that he was going to take Aaron Rodgers, um, but he took Brady. I mean, whatever. That's his guy. He likes Brady more, right? Yeah, like, I I you guess. Gotta take your shot. Um, and it is Tom Brady. Like you know, he's going to be a stud probably. 
Um, he hasn't really shown any signs of not being a stud, but I just feel like there was more value at that pick that you could have gone with. Cool with like Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Um, Dak was still there, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he who, was. He's a fantasy stud, but he's been hurt, so you don't know how reliable he's been hurt, he is. He's a little iffy. Yeah, so I went with Rodgers. Dak was available when I picked. I went with Rodgers. But then I went Jamal Williams, who I like at running back, right? So I think – I don't think I'm too bad at running back. Like, Joe Mixon kind of hurts, but then Daryl Henderson's still going to be an RB2 on the season, I think. Yeah. And I think Jamal Williams can be a flexible piece, and he might have to help me out for, like, bye weeks and stuff. But, like, he was pesky when Aaron Jones was in front of him, who was a stud, is a stud. You Top know five I mean? running back, yeah. So he's going to be pesky when it's just DeAndre Swift, and now Coach is saying he might not play, and if he does, he's probably not going to get a full workload week one. So Jamal Williams might be the starter, Week one, and he has potential to be a stud, right? If he has, and he has if he... hands, he has hands for a PPR league too, right? Yeah, I like that pick. I actually um, took him in one of my other leagues. I think you took him in Coastal Chicks. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, and then after him, I went Tyler Boyd again. I don't know. I don't love him, but I just saw the value there. Yeah. And then I went with Russell Gage, who I love. And then I went Jared Cook in the eleventh round as my first tight end. I think he's going to have a fine year. I think that offense is just going to be good. And I think Jared he's still Cook good. is usually pretty consistent too. Like and then he's I went never with really Justin like Fields. a down behind Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I think you know whole star, and then I could just play the matchup. Yeah, and then I went. Can... I took a shot on Brian Edwards. Took a shot on Tim Patrick, and then I went Blake Jarwin at the end of the draft, and then Chargers with my defense. Blake Jarwin could turn out to be a stud too, dude. You never know. Yeah, he tore his ACL last year. He, he was play. good. He was good until he tore his ACL. And there was so much hype around him. Yeah, um, I like that pick. I I don't hate my team don't... as much as I think I used to. No, if you you only made that had that one hiccup with uh, Joe Mixon, dude. If you drafted DeAndre Hopkins and kind of kept with the same strategy you have now, like I think you probably would have been fine, just as fine as you're gonna be. Yeah. Like, I don't think Joe Mixon... If Joe Mixon doesn't get hurt, like, in the first two weeks, like, I think you're fine. If he I doesn't get hurt matter. in the first two weeks and he has good weeks, his value goes up and I'm trading him for Calvin Ridley. Yeah. It's like, Jake's never going to trade him, not in a million years. Nah, that's Jake's boy. for Tyreek Hill. Maybe I'll, <laughs> Tyreek's maybe not I'll, going maybe I'll trade him for George Kittle. And now you'll have a stud running back one. I don't know. George Kittle's a top two tight end. Top three tight end. I he's I took him because I wasn't I did not plan on taking a high tight end like that. I literally only took George Kittle because he was there. I was like, I'm not passing that up. Yeah, like, I wouldn't so have either. That's my, like I said, I wanted to take him in the third round, but I needed a wide receiver. Yeah, dude, my strategy was I so I drafted out of the ninth pick and I was like, I'm stacking Tyreek and Pat Mahomes and then I'll just, just whatever's on the board I'll play with house money there, see what's good. And George Kittle was there, didn't expect that at all, so I was like snag. And yeah. I was like, yeah, I might be losing some value at running back or receiver, but I'm going to have a stud that I can plug in at tight end every week as long every as it's healthy. Every week you're going yeah. to win the tight end position every week. Right. And he's projected almost 19 points this first week. so Pretty good. And I think Trey Lance is going to be the starter at some point. And when he is, dude, I just feel like a rookie quarterback will rely on Heavy on a tight, tight end. end, right. Especially when he's your one of your best receivers and one of your best playmakers. Yeah. So I think his ceiling is even a little bit higher than people think. Dude, look yeah, what I'm Pat so Mahomes did with Kelsey. I'm so pissed I didn't go Hopkins in the second and him in the third. 
Yeah, that would have been that would have been scary, dude. Aaron Jones, DeAndre Hopkins, George Kittle. Nah, Zeke. But still. Or Zeke, I mean, yeah. Zeke, Same Zeke, player, Hopkins. essentially. Yeah, that would have um, been awesome. I don't I, I don't hate my running back core. I was like, I know I'm going to yeah. kind of get fucked here because I, I obviously Sony did the late, stack. Dude, I was going to take him. When Sony? I saw he was still on the board that late, I was like, dude, I'm going to snag Sony, and then you took him. Dude, I looked down at my uh, draft board and saw him still there, and I was like, I, not even 10 seconds, I was like, yep, I know who I'm picking. And then I picked him, and Clay was like, fuck, dude. Like, I feel like everybody saw him on the board still and was like, oh, what the fuck? Everyone still was like, there? wait, how the fuck is Sony still there? Yeah. Um, but some of my late picks that I really liked, uh, Corey Davis, I thought that oh, was a decent pick. I don't know if pick. I love that one. Dude, I we'll think see. he's going to be good. I think Zach Wilson, as much as I hate to say it, is going to be good. Like, rookie of the year potential good. He's yeah, looked really I mean, good all preseason. Yeah, I've heard good things out of camp about Corey Davis and Zach Wilson and their connection. And I've had Corey Davis before, I think two years ago, maybe even last year for a little bit, but he's always been good. Like, he's been a consistent piece. Yeah. It's just a matter of him finding the reps and getting the targets, which yeah. I think with Zach Wilson and a new offense, he might get that. Um, James Conner, I got him decently late. I was pretty happy with that. He's a nice little RB3. Yeah, I think he's going to get a lot of the goal line work there in Arizona. So Yeah, uh, yep. That's, that's all I, I need. Nice. And then... uh. Fucking Jameson Crowder, I got him super late. I saw him there, and I was like, dude, it's either going to be yeah, him or Corey, Corey Davis. Davis right, so I, I picked them both up to see who's going to be the one that steps up and takes over that, that yeah, role. True. And whoever that is, I'll just plug them in. Yeah, that's true. Um, um, yeah, your squad is pretty good. Don't love your running back core, but that's because I like to go running back early. Yeah, I took a page out of Clay's notes and was like, I got Tyreek and Pat Mahomes. I don't need, like, a top five, top ten running back. Plus, there was already, like, seven or eight of them off the board. And uh, I had James Robinson last year, and he was a stud yeah, um, with no good. quarterback. So maybe now with his checkdowns, his PPR value is going to be a lot higher. Which His PPR value was already high last year. He was the number two running back. Dude, I like, uh, I like Clay's team. Let me pull it up here. He's got Kelsey and Gerald Everett at tight end. He went Kelsey first. But then at running back, he's got Antonio Gibson, Chase Edmonds, Mike Davis. And then he took Madison late. I think, you know, Gibson, Edmonds, Davis are great as your three running backs. At wide out, yeah. he's got C.D. Lamb, Tyler Lockett, Antonio Brown. And then Curtis Samuel, Marvin Jones, Cole Beasley. Those are all great picks. Right. Those are all great picks. At quarterback, he took Trey Lance super early, but he's also got Hurts. So, like, he can start Jalen Hurts and he'll be fine because he's going to rush. Right. Um, and he's got Cousins. And then he took football team as his defense. I think he's got a nice squad. Mike Davis off the bench, too. I like that pick. Marvin Jones. Yeah. I remember he snagged Marvin Jones pretty late. That might be a nice little pick. It might be. He also might be old and busted, but... Yeah. He's, like, what, 32? Yeah. 31. I like Jake's team, too. Aaron Jones, Chris Carson, Gaskin, um, and then Ridley, Woods, Jerry Judy, Michael Pittman, Henry Rudds, Michael Gallup, Prescott and Matt Ryan, Robert Tunyon. Yeah, good little squad. Robert Woods, I'm not sold on Robert Woods. I might be completely wrong on that. I just Never don't, I don't know why. Yeah. He's just like, he's going to get you between 9 and 12 points every week, but that's probably about it. Yeah, he's not going to have, like, a three-week stretch. I've been doing the Robert Woods experience. I just traded Robert Woods to Carl in Dynasty because I've been doing that experience. Watch him pop off now. 
going to be he like Stefan will. Diggs. She probably will. She was good before. I trade, and... So I traded Robert Woods for Damian Harris and a second round pick. This was pre Sony Michelle trade. I was just taking a shot on Harris, and uh, but I also got the second round. There's like ah oh, whatever. Robert Woods is probably worth a second round in it in itself. Yeah. Um maybe. Um. So I I took him. I I did that trade and then. The Sony Michelle trade came out, and I was like, "Dude, let's go!" Because I got Ooh. I got Damian Harris, and I already had Sony Michelle, so I actually have both of them. And it's a second like round double, pick. It's like double positive for me with that Sony yeah. Michelle trade. But I think, I mean, Robert Woods—he's fine. He's just okay. He's gonna finish around wide receiver somewhere between wide receiver twenty and wide receiver thirty, right? Maybe he's a back-end wide receiver 2 or a high-end wide receiver 3, but he's probably not going to have any crazy good games, and that's what you're going to get out of him. Right. Uh, who knows, though, with Matt Stafford now. Maybe he just like has yeah. this weird connection, and he just slings on the ball 15 times a game. But Maybe. Very possible. <laughs> Yo, I like your... Uh... Yo, why am I just seeing your, your name change in Orchids and your picture? Scary Terry bitch. Scary Terry bitch. <laughs> the guy yeah. from Rick and Morty. That's hilarious, dude. Um, shout out Carl. He actually sent me that picture. Really? That's hilarious. Yeah, that was the same picture I think that Carl used like two years ago. He said, "It's perfect, dude, because it's Terry McLaurin's face with the nut chin, with and the, the knife scary hands. Terry call. Yeah, yeah. And it says Scary Terry, and it says bitch up top. Like it's perfect. That's awesome. I don't know how I didn't see that. It was so good. Well, because Carl texted me. So, little background for the listeners. In our league, we do a punishment every year. Whoever, so, at the end of the, of the season, we have a toilet bowl. And then the way the toilet bowl works is it's the six teams that don't make the playoffs. And if you lose, you advance in the bracket. So, if you lose, you go on. And you lose again, you go on. And then if you lose again in the final game, you're the ultimate loser. And you've won, essentially, quote-unquote, you've won the toilet bowl as for by winning or losing three games in a row in the playoffs. And um, that person has to do punishment. And we were up in the air on what it was. We were never kind of fully decided. But then we were like, Carl, like, you came in last. You've got to do a punishment. You know, whatever. Pick the punishment. We don't give a fuck, but you got to do a punishment. We gave him a bunch of choices. Right. And um, so for a while, I changed my name to Did Carl Do the Punishment? And... Um, like, got a few laughs out of, out of the group, and then I guess he was looking, and he texted me, and he was like, hey, can you change your team name? And I was like, in Orchids? And he was like, yeah, bitch. And I was like, so then I said, I put, like, Carl's still a bitch, and then I changed it from that to Scary Terry, bitch. <laughs> Dude, that was so funny. I remember the day you, like, changed your name to, did Carl do punishment? And then I saw that and changed mine to, no, he did not. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> And I literally had my team name as no, he did not up until about three hours the ago. Draft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, That's we'll funny. See. I hope I can do make some make some noise in that league. I'm trying to win some money. Yeah, I'm excited, man. Fantasy football is one of my favorite times of the year. Yep, it gets better every year. I was telling Waldo, I miss the days where we could do the draft like all in one room together and do like the stickers on the draft board and shit. That was so yeah, much that was fun. the best. That was the that best. That was the best. Whatever, and then you, give us, like, and, five years to, like, be like, you know what? I'm, like, financially stable enough to the point where I could like, take a couple of days of work off and, like, we'll just have a weekend, that, make a weekend out of it. Draft weekend. Yeah. Yeah, dude, that would be awesome. 
it's so fun to see like our our draft board like of all our teams that we drafted and as the season goes on see like how different your teams have changed and like yeah you'll have like four or five guys that you're like oh shit i forgot i even drafted this dude like he's not he hasn't been on my team and for it's a minute. fun dude we had him like hanging up in our in our house and it's like fun to like look back at like who you drafted and shit like that like yeah. oh my god like remember like just a few years ago we were drafting like nick drafted david johnson number one overall yeah dude now he's like i don't think anybody drafted him and then David Johnson got hurt, and it's so funny because I told Nick, I was like, don't draft David Johnson, he's going to get hurt. And he was like, you're stupid, he's going to be the RB1, he's a stud, I'm drafting him. And I was like, that's a bad decision. And then he, what, tore his ACL? Then he drafted him, and then he got hurt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, dude, I miss I miss that, like, just having the whole league around, like, at the same time. Yeah. It's hectic. It's fun. Yeah. Hectic and just a good time. Just guys being dudes. So then I wanted to run my team, my final team with you um, from this league that I drafted last night. It's like my boys from home, like all my boys from home. And Waldo. All right. um, and Waldo. <laughs> drafted out of the eighth spot. And this is the one I went running back, running back, running back, first three rounds. So I went I Austin, Eckler, back. Austin Eckler in the first, Najee Harris in the second, and then Clyde Edwards at the 308. I was like, hell yeah, baby, fire me up. So I got those three at running back. Um... I did not get another running back after that. Um, I mean, that's fine. Yeah, maybe that's a little bit risky. I like to keep four on a roster to start the season, but I'm fine with it. Yeah. At wide receiver, I got Mike Evans, Deontay Johnson, Jerry Judy, Debo Samuel, Antonio Brown, LaVisca Chenault, Russell Gage, and Gabe Davis. Okay. Which I kind of like. Yeah, dude. That's like got a lot of consistent guys in there. A lot of guys um, that get a lot of targets. At, I need a new tight end. At tight end, I took Irv Smith Jr. He's not starting week one. Yeah, he's hurt, right? Yeah. Um, I got Matt Stafford at quarterback. Took him super late, but I think he'll be fine. And then I took Justin Fields late because I think he'll come on and be a stud. Yeah, you can plug him in for your bye week. And then I took uh, Jason Sanders as my kicker in the Indy defense. Indianapolis Colts. Yeah, I kind of like that team. Need to get a new tight end, I guess, but we'll see. Yeah. Dude, the Colts could be sneaky. If Carson Wentz comes back healthy and he's like plays like you know we've yeah. seen him play before, I think the Colts could be good. Yo, so this actually isn't on the dock, but I put down all my preseason bets today in, a, in an Excel doc to see what, what, see what I would win. Um, so the, the original bets that I made, I did Broncos under 8.5 wins. I bet 25 to win 27 and a half. Because all these were like plus or minus like 210. Or 110, I mean. That's what they were set to. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, yeah, let me just go like over under on these and see what I could do. I did Colts under eight and a half because I thought Carson was going to be out. So I was like, let me yeah. hop on this early. And then he was like, oh, I'm actually, I'm good. <laughs> he said, oh, so can said, you put a bet down? I'm good. I said under eight and a half. It was plus 100. So 25, 125. Okay. I did Titans to win the AFC South. I threw 26 on it to win 20. It was probably minus 112 or some shit like that. Um, I can see that hit. And then I did Washington to win the East. I put 20 on that to win 54. So that's my big boy. All right. They who, they weren't the favorite, obviously, right? If you're winning no, that, if those Dallas were like was. that. Dallas was? Yeah. Um, oh, they'll shut the bed like they always do. And then do. I did Rams and Niners to win the West. 
I put five bucks on each of those, they would each win me ten bucks, so that just would pretty much... Cover. Yeah, but, and then with an extra five. If one yeah. of those two wins. Um, so that doesn't really matter. I, I barely put any money on it, but... And they cancel each other out. Alright, I but like those yeah. bets. Yeah, those are kind of my, my preseason bets. We'll see. See how they pan out. You said the Denver one was under eight and a half? Yep, Denver and Indy were both eight and a half. I can see Indy winning nine games more so than Denver. Oh, yeah, me too. I think Denver finishes somewhere between five and seven wins. Yeah. Somewhere under eight and a half. I could see that. They're, I feel like they're kind of in the same situation as the Birds. Like They're kind of like the same team to me right now. Yeah, I think the like Birds... Maybe not player-wise, but like record-wise. I, I, like... I think the Broncos have a better uh, defense. Yeah. We'll see, though. I mean, I don't know. Never know. Win a bunch the NFL of fucking season bets can on be Sunday, crazy, though. dude. I know that. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. <laughs> Once football season rolls around, it's like, all right, it's Thursday. Let me put, like, two same-game parlays in. Now let me put, like, a bunch of crazy parlays in for football Sunday. Um, and then Monday comes around, it's like, all right, let me do a few same-game parlays. <laughs> and rinse and repeat. So, yeah, yeah, every week. It's like, put in my bets Thursday, Sunday comes around, it's like, Ah, but I didn't puke this. But it's also Premier like... Leagues, and it's like soccer season, so also it's like, okay, Champions League on Tuesday, Wednesday, um, putting in parlays for Saturday, Sunday games. Dude, the opportunity is I don't is follow endless. college football and bet on college football. <laughs> yeah, so you'd be screwed. Yo, I am throwing money down on Coastal before I leave New Jersey, though. Oh, for the Thursday game? If they have odds for it, yeah. They probably will. I'm sure they will. So I actually had in here a look ahead, um, because don't know when we're going to record next, right? We've thrown, like, a couple different days out there. Not sure when it's going to be, but... So I'm going down to to see Yanni-san this weekend, get together Labor Day weekend. We got Coastal Football game Thursday night. We're going to go golf Litchfield with Jake Friday morning, go back to his crib, do some chilling. We're going to go play Myrtlewood with Clay and Emery Saturday morning. Do whatever, maybe do a podcast in the afternoon. Sunday, Fire don't know. Up, Sunday morning, don't know what we're doing. Emery hit me up today talking about a boat. He said the girl said maybe a boat Saturday afternoon. I said maybe. What about a boat Sunday morning? Yeah, before uh, the random room ca- random roommates league draft. I uh, was talking to MK about that, and I brought that up. Maybe we should do a boat day. I was going to see what the uh, general consensus on it was. Yeah, I think that'd be dope. I think our draft yeah, starts sweet. at five. Will we do we'll be back by then? Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. And then we got if we want to stay up for it, the Rick and Morty season premiere or season finale. Rick and Morty. Yeah. And there's a US World Cup qualifier at eight. Play Canada. Yeah, that'll put us right into the Rick and Morty premiere. Or why don't you yep. saying that finale? Fire, fire me up, dude. We're gonna dude, have fire me up. It's gonna be good ass weekend. Good ass weekend. I'm and... gonna get dicked on on the golf course, by the way. Yeah. When was the last time yeah. you played? I played nine two weeks ago. And the last time I played before that was before I went to Hawaii. I might get an early tea time tomorrow, like six forty-five, seven forty-five a.m. Get out there, just get some swings in. Yeah, just go play eighteen. I might take the day off from work. I don't have a client assigned right now. So I might just take the day, do PTO all day. I think Lex and I are going to try to go into Philly tomorrow. Get oh, dinner, get some beers. Yeah, dude, get out on the links, get some swings in. Yeah, I might do that in the morning. 
Hell yeah, fire me up. Our next uh, episode is going to be awesome to listen to because we're going to have some banging stories. Hell yeah. Um, we're going to do yeah. a local day on the course? We can. I would it be no. Saturday with Jake or Friday with Jake or Saturday with Emery Clay? Why not both? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure we'll drink both days, but I don't think it matter when we do Locos. Um, I think Clay will do Locos with us. Maybe. If he doesn't, he's driving us. And we'll do Locos All right. Saturday. Alright. Clay, if you're Sounds listening like a... to this, let us know if you want to, if you want to do Locos. If anybody's still listening at this point, you know what to do. I'm just going to leave yeah, it at that. It's up to your imagination. <laughs> we just get some <laughs> random guy from New Zealand that's been listening since day one. Like, hey, big fan of the podcast. Like, I don't even know <laughs> I mean, if that's what New Zealand people sound like. Yeah, I don't know I what know, that accent that was. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where that came from. Um, hey, I'm from New Zealand. <laughs> yo, have you ever seen Have you ever seen the TikTok where it's like this kid opening up his door and he goes, yo, why does my door sound like Yoshi? And he, like, grabs the door, and he, like, slowly starts to open it up, and it's just, like, this Italian voice. He goes, hey, I'm the fucking green lizard from Mario. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Like, yeah, that sounds exactly like Yoshi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love it. I saw something similar about, it was, like, how to know if your washing machine was made in China or something like that. And it was like, and then it like pressed the on button and did like the little like the jingle that it does at the beginning. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then it was like, yo, what up? I was made in China. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got to start making some TikToks like that. Have you seen the one where it's like they're, the guy's laying in bed and he like rolls over and his bro's laying next to him. And he goes, all right, bro, good night. And he like dabs him up and he like flips over to the side and the camera like flips over. And he goes, oh, shoot, wait, I forgot my water. And then he like flips back to the guy and he's always just doing something ridiculous. Yeah, have you seen the one where the dude's, like, on his head, like, straight up against the wall? Yeah, yeah. I love that joke. That was, like, the OG one, bro. They're the going OG. crazy now. The uh, the one I saw the other day was, it was like that, and then it expands back to, like, the guy. And he's just, like, decked out. He's got, like, a baseball jersey on, baseball pants, batting gloves, helmet, and a bat. And he's just, like, posted up, like, so serious. <laughs> like, on the bat, dude. It's, like, mid-swing. Awesome. Just, like... <laughs> oh, man. That I could get stuck on that ta- that app for fucking hours, bro. It's bad. Yeah, I was thinking about downloading it and starting a TikTok. Because I've been rolling through the Instagram Reels. Yeah, it's pretty much the same thing. TBH. I, uh... I love the Instagram Reels, dude. It's got me itching for snowboarding season. Dude, I just found out there's an indoor snowboarding place. There's an indoor snowboarding place, like, an hour and change from me. Like, an hour and 15. What? I wonder what that's like. It's... $35 for a two-hour lift ticket. That's not bad at all. How big is, like, the hill or whatever? It's not huge. It's, like, like a bunny slope, but you could go down. The one side of it, there's, like, nothing, and you just go down, and the other side is, like, a terrain park, so everyone's, like, hitting jumps and stuff, but it's not that steep, so nobody's hauling. You're not going Um, crazy fast. There's jumps, they got boxes, rails, blah, 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 whatever you want, or you can just cruise down and chill, you know what I mean? Right. That's probably mad fun, dude. Like, the terrain on, or, like, the terrain path on that was probably so fun for, like, us. Because the ones on the mountains, you go way too fast, and I'm not that good. No. Yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking about going and checking it out. I want to get my board get it tuned up. I haven't got my edges done ever. 
Yeah. Since I got my board, uh, my board is fucked. I think I'm gonna try to get a new one. Because one of last year's on sale. Cause dude, I upgraded yeah. my boots and my bindings last year. Like I got a nice pair of boots. I got a good pair of bindings. Like now, I just want to upgrade my board. Get a nice board. Yeah, dude, that's gonna be nice. I'm so excited for our fucking trip, wherever that is, wherever we wherever go. It is. I just, dude, I've been itching to snowboard like crazy the past like two I weeks. I know. I know. I was thinking about trying to build like a like a turf terrain park in my backyard. Yeah. Like drop in off of where my uh, where the treehouse is, build like a yeah. drop in like a ha- like a half pipe would be, and then I could just fucking put like a put like a box in there or a rail, and I could just ride put on, put turf on it. Essentially, make it like a skate park wood, and then cover it in turf. Dude, that's literally pretty much just like street snowboarding. You ever see that shit? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's just that in your backyard. That'd probably be mad fun. I used to do that when I was younger, but like not with a real snowboard, obviously. We used to build like jumps and little rails and shit. Dude, I think that'd be so much fun. I would love that. Yeah, facts. Then you OD don't have to go two hours to the mountain every time you want to snowboard. Right. And when it does snow, then it's like, okay, I already got this shit here. It's in my backyard. Right. I can walk around on it. Pack that shit down. Yeah. So yeah, I think... Maybe I catch think an edge have- every now and then. I'm going to have to start checking out this place. Because, dude, it's only like an hour and 15 minutes. Like, if I want to do that on a Saturday, go fucking snowboard for two hours. I wonder how far it is from Hershey. I'll meet you down there and we could fucking jerk uh, off for a day. It's probably like three or four hours. Oh, it's like farther south? No, it's north. It's up by MetLife Stadium. It's like an oh, hour. Like, MetLife's, not, MetLife's, me. not far, MetLife's not that far from me. Really, it's I probably close. It's probably away. like it's probably just under three hours. I bet you it's like two hours and forty minutes, or some shit like that. Which I mean, it's two hours to your house, so what's another forty minutes? Right, and since it's only two hour sessions, we could go there and then go sh- back to my house, and then you can spend the night. Right. Well, fuck yeah, off. Yeah, that'd be fun, you know? dude. Yeah. All right. We want to call. It, we want to call it an episode there. Anything yeah, else bro. we want to cover? Nah, call it an episode. To our listeners, no draft this week, but us. we did talk about a lot of other drafts, so that counts for something. Yeah, yeah. We knew today was going to be long with the with the UCL draw and all these fantasy drafts we're doing and shit. We knew it was going to be a lot today, so we said fuck it, trade. We hope that's fuck okay with you guys. If not, we also don't care. Um, we were we were talking about maybe doing a draft on Instagram Live when he's down here for the weekend. So make sure you follow us on all the socials. Yeah, Random Room Pod, on Twitter. At Random Room Pod, or on Instagram, at The Random Roommates, or on YouTube, Random Roommates. We and got you it know, all, baby. Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, Amazon Music Podcasts. All the podcasts. I think that's it right now. So follow us on all those and turn on your notifications so that you know when we're doing shit. I You're promise me? we will make your quality of life so much better. Like significantly better. Significantly better. Um, but yeah, that's the, uh, that's the episode. Spank Dog, it was a pleasure as always. And I will see you in a few days, my friend. See you in a few. Be easy, brother. Yes, sir.